So recently we let go of five people in like a form of layoffs. And this was in one of our companies that's a social media company and I was so excited to start it. And this goes into a whole nother rabbit hole, but we started this thing, I want to say about a year ago and we got it up to close to about $10,000 a month. And then we, this will go into some several mistakes that we made. Welcome to the Winning Move Podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. I interview successful entrepreneurs from around the world to see what moves they've made in their lives to get successful and more importantly, stay successful. I'm here to make sure you can create a better life for you and your family. Let's tune in. We gave one of our employees a small equity split in it because we saw his talent and there was something I was like, oh, I'll be smart. I will create a company just like we did with Call Magicians that covers all of my business overhead and it pays me that way my business runs for free. And so this is for our social media stuff. And I was like, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. I had a couple of friends who were looking to grow their brands. I was like, hey, here's what it costs. Here's what we'll do. And we'll deliver. And we have that friend. Well, we have that employee who we thought was really talented. And he was at um, certain things in the business. And so we have him come run it. And it's going great. And it's going amazing. And like we're running. And But then a couple of things happened. And this goes into. So the first thing my social media was not performing at the level I wanted it to, to where we we're absolutely crushing it. And so I didn't feel comfortable pushing it more on social because like, like our small group of people was doing really well, but then like was mine, let's say Ryan Pineda size or Hermosi size. It wasn't. So it's was like, what are we really offering? And like, we offered a lot, a lot. We create up to a thousand pieces of content a month and we chop up all their podcasts, post their podcasts and post on all of their social media. So LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of it. And that's what we offered and there's for a package of like 2,500 bucks. And um, it was going cool. But then like we hit a point where like, all right, the startup phase is over and we didn't really have an operator. My business partner was busy running the other things. And then we had this other guy who we put in place that we thought would be an operator. And this was a really big learning lesson for me because when we grew Call Magicians to the size it was, we lucked out with really amazing talent who knew how to organize, operate things, make systems and processes and everything else to where that's not my, that's not my strong suit. This is not what I do. And so everything in that company per se was a mess. And then when everything was as far as systems and processes go, right? And that, that's what comes with the startup and that's fine. But with service-based businesses, they're really operationally heavy. And so you need to have an even better operator. And so like all of our, like, so when a client comes on, what it looks like, how we deliver all that other stuff, we had my stuff down, but we didn't have like the whole client experience down. So that was a really big thing that I was like, oh man, this sucks. And then you're not getting a lot of at-bats because you're not bringing a lot of clients. And so that makes it bad. And when you don't have like a sales velocity going, there's no way for your team to practice on getting better at it. So that was one thing that sucked. The second thing that sucked is we didn't have a lot of sales velocity because I just wasn't pushing it that heavy. With Call Magicians, we have my social media and then different affiliates who we can push stuff through. And then with our wholesaling and flipping company, we do direct mail and cold calling. And same thing with like the self-storage, we can generate things through those ways. With our social media company, I could have pushed it through my social media, but then the one thing that I was actively thinking about, I was like, hey, so I feel like we are advertising too much on my social. I don't, and I don't want to get people confused, right? Because at that point we would be pushing clockwork which is a social media company, we'd be pushing call magicians, we'd be pushing education, we'd be pushing send us your deals, and we'd be, be pushing, yeah, so clockwork, call magicians, education, send us your deals, and then try and like, like, that's a lot of things to push and it's not very niche down. And I felt that if we were doing, if our, we added one more thing to push on social, like we would somewhat lose the audience. And so then we weren't really like pushing hard on sales velocity. 
and as far as just marketing it really heavy, because that's generally what I'm good at is marketing through my own social media, talking about it, being loud on social, all that whatnot. So that made it hard. And then another thing, and this is a bottleneck I'll talk, that I have that I'll talk about in other businesses. The number one things that I truly lack right now as an entrepreneur that I'm working on is building, scaling, running, and leading a high-level sales team, and then online marketing to grow businesses outside of my own social media presence. I need to grow my social media presence more, but then if I can use actual ads on top of that, it'll only exponentially grow our business opportunities and help get that sales velocity to where with Call Magicians, we have such good affiliates, we don't really need to run ads. But with another company, we would need to essentially run ads. So that happened. And so it was like sitting there hovering and then our main operator, and this is my fault. We gave him too much at the beginning. Our main operator um, kind of messed up a really, really big account. We took on a client who was worth, uh, whose company was doing over $200 million in sales a year. And this was just for their personal brand. And we were like, awesome. And then and there was two of them. And the operator completely just destroyed, like dropped the ball on it, right? And that's our fault because we gave him too much. We didn't train him enough, all those other things. Like it's always my fault when these things happen. And then like we completely fucked off the account. We ended up losing um, $7,500 on that one alone. So we ended up losing $7,500 off of that client alone, just in refunds and free labor. And then after that, our operator pretty much went sporadically missing for like a three-month span due to like personal issues. And so when that happened, then we lost two more clients because there was no one really running the show. And then like we're doing all this, right? It's negligent because you think you're so cool and like, oh, I'm running all the, own all these businesses. But if you have no one truly to run them and it's not built out yet, then it's just a redheaded stepchild that probably should just be shut down. And it's hard, right? Because like you need to have someone who's actively like operating and like pushing the company forward, then you're helping them set the goals like, here, here's where we're going. Here's what we need to do. Here's our next steps. Here's our next steps. Here's our next steps. And we didn't have any of that in this company. Um, so now the operator, like the operator is like pretty much completely gone for like three months. And then the team was just doing well managing and then like clients left off because of attrition. And then from there, it was just like, well, now we're losing money on the business. What do we do? And then it was me and my partner having a conversation like, well, do we want to grow this? How do we grow this? Or do we want to um, shut it down? And so this is when, like, so we only had a couple clients left, talked to the client, set it up in a way to where we'd lay off the people, but the, cli the clients would still get serviced by the our employees. And that one was hard. And it was a really good learning experience. So our number one, I will never start another business again without a legitimate operator in place who knows exactly. And now I'm talking about like exactly what they're doing. And I have clear product market fit as far as an avatar. And this one I did. But then like I know like we okay, you know, we can turn it on and we got like 10 clients and it's instant cash flow. And, I, and that's a little bit hard to think about. But it, it, when I started this one, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll have so all this cash flow. We just got to bring them on. Like I did the math. I think our hard cost was X amount and we were going to make four times our hard costs like just out the gate. And we were going to pot it up as far as like potting up the uh, teams. But then I'd, I'd say the number one lesson from this dude was number one, not advertising enough and then not having an actual high level operator in place with me. I need to learn how to stay more focused and focus on one thing for a long period of time and take that one to the moon. And the reason it's not good to have multiple different businesses is because you start another business thinking you're going to start all this money. And I got this lesson from Hermosi and it really does ring true is if you would just learn a different skill set to help take this business to the next level, you don't have to go compete against a bunch of people in a new space. So if I would have just been like, all right, well, what can I do inside of Call Magicians that would take this thing to the next level and start, instead of starting just another company, I would have been significantly better off. And I I would say that the reason I started this is because I thought it would be a bolt-on to what I'm already doing as far as my social, right? And so I think of things as, so I, I look up to Alex Ramosi a lot and I talk 
about him a lot in my videos because I like his frameworks. And he was like, well, the only reason I sold three different companies for eight figures is because there's all a bolt on to what I'm already doing. And it was easy and it was really at like, it's easy to add in. So, and again, easy is relative, right? So he had gym launch that helped train people on how to take your gym to the next level. And then he started Prestige Labs. That was basically a drop shipping supplement company. And all of the people who he'd helped scale their gyms, he was like, hey, sell these supplements inside your gyms. And so we got that easy, easy upsell. The clientele's already there. People already buy it. There's no cost to hold inventory. Really, really smart. And then on top of that, he had Allen, and that was his SaaS company or software company that was a CRM for gym owners. And he'd sell that into his gym launch community as well. And so then he had, so essentially there was gym launch, that was info business, prestige labs, that was e-com, and then Allen, that was SaaS. But they were all significant bolt-ons to whatever you're building. And so if you're following me in this and you're in real estate still, I would say the best example of that would be like batch dialer and batch skip tracing. So batch, there's initially batch skip tracing, and then you bolt on to batch skip tracing, you bolt on like batch leads, and that's like a prop stream. And then from batch leads, you bolt on another batch dialer. And that's okay. And then it's like a direct correlation. These people already need it. Let's just feed it to them. And then toward that's what I thought I was doing, but I didn't anticipate the, the complexities that I actually did run into. So moving forward, I've decided I will not start another company until I hit the certain revenue goals I have. And really, I should narrow it all down into one and focus on that for a 10 year period of time, be prepared for that and see what I can turn that into. It's like overall, the goal is to hit at least 100 million. And I probably I feel like I'm shooting too low. I create a hundred million dollar revenue business and then either take it public or sell it to private equity, whatever it is. And that's the overall goal. And you cannot do that with several different businesses that are not correlated. If they all if they are all bolt-ons and it's like easy to let's say we become our own manufacturers, then we manufacture for other people and ourselves of some product, that works. So those are the lessons I've learned from starting another business, thinking I'm really smart, thinking the margins are gonna be massive, and where I fucked up. And I I fucked up. I've I would say I fucked up pretty big on this one as far as number one, not training the person good enough. Number two, I probably shouldn't have put him in that position in the first place because he was underqualified and he wasn't ready. And I should have hired on someone who was like already had done it. And we at a point in time, we had a guy who we hired on and we probably should have switched the roles. But again, it, when you're dealing with people, it gets hard with egos and like you want to take care of people. So not put that guy in that situation, bring on a legitimate operator, like out the gate to where moving forward, if I ever do anything, like I'm only going to hire on someone who's done something very, very similar. They know what to do. And I see a clear path as far as marketing and getting like our sales a lot, like our, getting just sales in out the gate. And those are the ones, good people, and then have a clear defined avatar who you know you can sell to and make that offer really, really good. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know it's been a while since we've had one of these solo videos. I hope this helps you learn a lot. If you are doing something and you are, and it's another business that you've already done before and you have the cap, un, your next business, you have the capital, hire on someone who's done it before who can operate it and so you can operate in your own unique ability what's going on winning family if this podcast is bringing you any value i know the rest of the content that we put out is going to drive tons of value to you so go do me a favor and go subscribe on youtube to our channel to where we release some things that aren't coming out on our podcast don't forget to hit subscribe thank you guys so much Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Winning Move Podcast. I hope it helps you make all the right moves in your life and business. Please make sure to go like and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening to. And make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Strat Daddy. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.